0: And welcome to the Lead From Within podcast. My name is Jane Mystery. This podcast is a vehicle for you to live true to yourself and live true to your greatness. In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you five career lessons I would love to share with my younger self. And this has been re- essentially come from um, a request I had to write an article um, about you know five career le- career lessons which I would you know advise others on. And so I made it really about my younger self. You know, if if I had a conversation with my younger self, 10 years younger than I am now, what would I say to this individual? What would I say to him? And so at the end of this episode, I really want you to come out. Ideally, my intention is for you to come out clearer, for you to come out with more creative energy, for you to come out more powerful and really a leader in your own life. So you can create and navigate your career um, in a way which you consciously want to navigate it. So I I'm, wanna I'm take you back to um, May, 2013. I found myself in a small meeting room on the seventh floor in an office building in Houston, in London. It was a clear, bright day. It was, I think it was in spring, it was in, around May time. There were a few spots of cloud in, in, in the sky and I sat there with my suit and tie patiently waiting for my interviewers to come in and grill me. As I glazed over the London skyline, I could see the shard, I could see the walkie-talkie building. I remember thinking to myself, it would be a dream to work here. I I imagined this a few years ago and it it was becoming a, a reality. And at this time in my life, I had graduated as a pharmacist. I finished my clinical training in the previous year at St. George's Hospital in South London. And I had Also just returned back from London after spending five weeks back at University of Nottingham, starting a PhD in biophysics and then quitting it after a month because I realized that wasn't for me. And so, you know, being in that room right now is such such a vivid memory because I, I sit here 10 years on and little did I know that it was a start of my career in a field within the pharmaceutical industry called pricing and market access. And in the last kind of nine and a half to 10 years, I've worked with a range of different consultancy companies um as well as directly with pharma and biotech companies on my journey and i spent four and a half years employed in in a couple of different jobs in consultancy companies and then i've spent five years as as a freelance consultant uh, under my own kind of company and obviously in that time as you may know i also create thriving scholar and you know my coaching work um with thriving scholar is all about you know a mission to create more powerful effective leaders and teams in the world and so they can transform the way they operate and lead in the world um and so whether you're someone who is in a job in a career whether you're a graduate or whether you are a, a senior vice president of a company or whether you even a freelancer or have your own business these five kind of lessons could be extremely valuable to you. And so I would really not make it about me, but make it about you and what, how how can you uh, apply this in your life in the way that you're navigating your your career. And so the first lesson that I'll tell my younger self is that there is no one path. We've all been educated in a very rigid education system. Um, and you've probably been brought up asked, uh, having been asked, what do you want to do when you get older? It's such a normal question that we have been asked for many times uh, since we well, we're, uh, we're, we're, were young. Um, and so it kind of brings us to think, well, we need to make a career decision and stick to it for the rest of my life. And really, that's not how the world is works now. That, that That's not how the world essentially works. Maybe back in the day, in the Industrial Revolution stages, that might have been kind of more fitting, but... Um, but we live in a completely different world today. And so I started my career in this field thinking that it was going to be it for the rest of my life. I, I, I didn't look elsewhere. I, I looked at how the senior people got to where they are in, in my companies. Um, and I thought I needed to follow the same exact path because that was the only way to get there. And this kind of thinking over time caused me to feel a bit trapped It dampened my creativity. There was no room for exploration, no room for creativity, no room for expanding myself beyond what I've seen others do. And so this was obviously caused by my own thoughts. Like this is the only way I can get there. This is the only path. And that's what I believed. And so that became our reality. Luckily, I saw that that wasn't true. So I kind of dropped this kind of thinking and I saw possibility in, in, in 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 a new way of approaching the situation about my career, and so this kind of thinking that I dropped then allowed me to create space to really think, to create my own path. Um, and for me, you know, four and a half years into being employed, I took a, a bit of a—I well, wouldn't say a risk; it was a calculated risk. It was a decision which. Not many people in my field take at four and a half years of being employed. I went solo. I, I basically quit my job and um, and freelanced as a consultant. And if it wasn't for that thinking to be dropped that there is no one path, or as, as in if, if 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 the thinking that I dropped was there there is only one path to, to, to get to a more senior level. Um, but I dropped that thinking and I realized, well, there is no one path. I can create my own path. Um, and so that allowed me to, to make that decision. And so just kind of summarizing the first point, what would I tell my younger self? Well, I'll tell my, young, my younger self there is no set career path. There is a typical career path. There is a career path in many organizations, a, a structured career path. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you need you automatically choose that way. You have a choice. And so you can, if you decide to be, if you choose to be creative and create your own, if you choose to. And now there's nothing wrong with sticking to one path. As long as we do it consciously, there's not, it's, it's not right and wrong here. Um, it's just about being aware, actually, am I consciously choosing to stick to this career path? And that's great if you do, there's nothing wrong with that. But I will tell my younger self, well, actually, you don't need to. And I'm, I'm the kind of guy to create my own path. That's why I, that's just, the way I'm wired. Um, and so I had this freedom uh, to do that. So that's the first one. The second one is I would tell my younger self to have a scientist mindset. Now I've worked on projects where I really didn't enjoy being stuck in the office at 11pm at night. Um, and I've also been worked on projects where I've found a lot of fun, fulfillment that allowed me to travel to different countries. Um, and I've worked with people who I get along with really well, and then I've worked with people who are really are not a great fit to work with me or they're not on the same page, on the same wavelength. And early in my career, I was quite naive and slightly entitled. I wanted to only do the work on projects that and, and in the teams that I really enjoyed only. And I spent, I spent a lot of energy fighting against projects I didn't want to be on. But looking back at it, I'm glad... Life didn't work that way for me and that I got the projects which I didn't like because there, there would be no room for growth, for challenges, for learnings. And so I learned over time the importance of having a mindset of a scientist. Now, what do I mean by a mindset of a scientist? A scientist experiments every day and they are not expecting to get that wonderful, perfect result straight away. They're failing their way to their findings. They are gaining clarity in the process, experiment after experiment after experiment, day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. And so just like a scientist has an experimenter's mindset, I would tell my younger self to embrace experimenting. Get involved with projects and teams. If you don't like it, take it as a good thing that you're finding clarity on what you do like. Sometimes we need to know what we don't like, to then get more clear on what we do like. And, and so the, the, and, and the, the greater clarity we have, the more likely we're able to navigate and find the area which we love to, to work in. And so sometimes we need to know what we don't like, right, in order to, to know what we do like. And so I would really tell my younger self to chill out, Embrace working on different projects with different te- with different teams with different people, even if it isn't initially attractive. The more you know, you experiment. the The more experiments that you conduct, the greater likelihood of finding your breakthrough, finding your path, finding clarity, finding you, finding what you're about. That's the second thing. Have a scientist mindset. Number three, focus on your craft and your value. Look, I was brought up in a family, an Indian family, stereotypically, um, that means you know, education over everything. Apparently getting a good degree under your belt and your life is sorted. I couldn't express how incorrect that is in my experience. Now, that being said, I'm extremely grateful for my degree and the education which I've had, because if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have the, the career in, in, in the pharmaceutical industry, which I had. So that wouldn't have even been an option at, at that point without a degree. Um, But then it's also good to be aware of, well, I'm not getting paid for my degree. Like I would tell my younger self, you don't get paid for the degree you've got. No one cares if you went to Cambridge or Oxford and did the most amazing PhD. What they really care about is the value you are bringing into the company or the value that you bring into the marketplace. A PhD at Cambridge could help with bringing your value, so it could make you more valuable depending on the kind of work that you do. But I've worked with people who are extremely academic, but in the world of business, they can't communicate, and they don't have have what it takes to lead projects. And so, in certain areas of of business, in the working world, they are not very valuable. In other areas, they may do, there may be value or valuable. Um, and so, it's, it's important to note that you don't get paid for being passionate either. And I've I've done a podcast on this. I think the, the last few episodes, I think it was thirty-one. I can't remember which episode it was. Um, about mastering your craft versus chasing pa- passion. And uh, so, if you haven't listened to that already, I'd, I'd highly recommend you listening to that. Um, but it's really important to note that, right? You don't get paid for being passionate. Passion is a bonus. Passion helps. Um, but ultimately, what you do get paid for in the marketplace is the value that you provide. And so I would focus, I would tell my younger self to focus on becoming valuable to your teams, to your clients, um, to your company, to your business, whatever, to your customers. And I would tell my younger self to always be asking the question, how can I become more valuable? What does my team my employer, my client, define as value? Because yes, they're paying for your value, but really what they're paying for is your perceived value, people are perceiving you as valuable in different situations. And so you really wanna know how your team, your employer, your people define value. Make sure you know that, I'll tell my younger self, make sure you know what, what value, what, what could make you more valuable. Um, and ask questions, understand how how do people perceive value and what could make you become more valuable. Um because when you know that, when you're clear on what could make you become more valuable, you can take action towards becoming more valuable. And then you're kind of niching yourself into a way where, you know, people want to work with you, people want to employ you, people want to pay you more money. They're chucking money at you to 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 deliver the value which they want. And so I would tell my younger self, um, make sure you're clear on how your people define value and focus on becoming a person of value. Don't worry about impressing people for the sake of impressing them. Focus on becoming valuable. That's what I tell my young self. So that's number three. The, th- the fourth one is a co- concept or um, a principle which is running throughout probably every single episode of this podcast is take ownership I would, I would tell my younger self, look, your career is in your hands. Most people follow the herd. Most people follow the general trend. And there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. There's nothing wrong with that at all. If one is doing so consciously, if that's a conscious decision, great. But what I see in the world, and I used to be definitely one of them earlier in, in my career, Most people follow the path and then complain about their career. They complain about not being promoted, about the companies they work for, or whatever it is, their teams, their seniors, juniors, whatever it may be. And I was definitely there at that time. And I I felt trapped completely out of my creative power. And so complaining about something doesn't make it any better. Actually, the more we focus on complaining, the bigger it gets in our world. And so I would tell my younger self to take more responsibility, regardless of what position you're in, in an organization. Take ownership. If you're not getting the job that you want, stop blaming the marketplace. You have no control over the marketplace or the economy. What you have control over is how you respond. The way that you speak the conversations that you have the value that you bring is completely in your control so i'll tell my, i'll tell my young self you know when you take responsibility you are now in your power you can create you can focus on what you can control and act from there because you are a born creator you can create you can talk about what it is that you want you can bring it to life And so I would tell my younger self, take 100% responsibility for your career. And when you catch yourself complaining, don't judge yourself for it, but ask yourself the question, what would 100% responsibility look like? And take it from there. So that's number four, take ownership. And finally, number five, and probably the one that I need to hear pretty much every single day, even now, even now I need to hear this, um, is have fun, and bring your unique energy to your work. So i tell my younger self, all too often, you take life and work too seriously. Most of us are not living in a life and death scenario at work. And so we can have fun. You're allowed to make it fun. For most of you listening to this, it isn't life and death prioritizing fun in our careers helps us bring out our best selves into our roles there are times i've made mistakes in projects and i've messed up presentations and i felt like life was over <laughs> and it's okay it's not that serious life wasn't really over um, and i really had to detach myself from my work you know my work doesn't define me as an individual my work doesn't didn't doesn't define who you are. Our work doesn't define who you you are or who we are. More so, it can be an expression of who you are if you allow it to be. So bring your uniqueness and your energy, your own unique energy into the role that you are living into and being in, 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 in your work, in your business, in your careers. And so over time, as... I went through my journey in in the pharmaceutical industry, and the coaching side came into it. The leadership development side came to, came into it. That was my unique kind of way of being in the industry. People knew me, yes, as the as as, as the you know the pharmaceutical consultant within the pricing and market access arena, but they also knew me as this individual who is passionate about personal development, professional development, leadership, high performance. Um, team culture all that kind of stuff and so that was my own unique style i brought that into my projects i brought that into the work i was doing um, it wasn't separate it was just who i was and so people saw me for that and they found value in that and so you might be a hockey player or a person who loves running or whatever it may be bring that to the table bring all of yourself bring the energy that you that you that you are into your role to make yourself unique it's what makes you different it's what people will resonate with it's what the right people will you will attract the right people by by bringing that and not keeping it so separate and just being so serious all the time as work is work and other stuff is other stuff that's what I would tell my younger self anyway because I think there's so much value in that um on my journey Um, and so I tell myself look stop taking it so seriously have fun Having fun actually could get you out of your own way. And I think a lot of times seriousness gets us in our own way. Um, And there's there's limited space for creativity and um, exploration and innovation. Cool, those were my five kind of lessons I would tell my younger self. So just to recap, number one, there is no one set path. Number two, have a scientist mindset. experiment. Number three, focus on your craft and your value. Number four, take ownership. Take 100% responsibility of your your journey, of your career. Number five, have fun. Bring your unique energy into the workplace and don't take it so seriously. I hope these five lessons were valuable for you. I would love to hear your thoughts. Drop me a message on social media. Let me know that you've listened to it. Let me know which one has resonated with you most and most importantly, what you're now going to do about it. And finally, if you know anyone who could benefit from this, anyone in your network, anyone in your team, anyone in your friend circle, anyone in your family who would benefit from this short episode, please send it to them. It could really transform their whole career. It could transform their life by listening to just one learning or one lesson. Thanks for tuning in today and I'll see you in the next episode.